from Ezekiel. I will sprinkle clean water on you. I will give you a new heart and place a new spirit within you, giving you natural hearts. From Romans. Are you unaware that we who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? From St. John. Last night. When they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. But one soldier thrust his lance into his side, and immediately blood and water flowed out. Wait, why would I go back to the moment of Jesus' death that we read about last night? Aren't we supposed to be all about the glorious nature of the resurrection? Well, you can't have the resurrection without the death. It is the water and blood that flowed from the side of Christ that Paul speaks about in Romans regarding us being baptized into the death of Christ. We have become a new creation. Our hardened hearts, our hearts of stone, according to Ezekiel, have been transformed by the power of baptism. We are no longer human beings with a heart of stone. No, neither are we just human beings in flesh. We have been recreated in the waters of baptism so that we are no longer human beings. We are now sacred beings. This evening, one of our parishioners will be confirmed in that new creation as she receives confirmation and her first communion. Her baptism of many years ago will now be completed by these two other sacraments of initiation. Yes, and I, you have had the presence of the Holy Spirit with you since baptism. But now, with these two sacraments that you receive tonight, you will become in, you come into a more complete relationship with the lover of your soul, Jesus. But now I want to return to some of the theme of my comments last night on Good Friday. It is strange that we call the Friday on which Jesus died good. But it is good right and just, that it should be named that way, because it is on that Friday that Jesus accomplished our salvation, and not only ours. Now, if you were Joan of Arc last night, please do not stop listening. (laughs) Some legends say Adam was buried beneath the place of of the crucifixion, that the blood of Jesus dripped through the ground and onto the skull of Adam. Please don't dismiss this idea. The place where Jesus died is called the place of the skull. As I said, it is called the place of the skull because it is believed to be the burial place of Adam. I know this sounds crazy, until you start to reflect on the perfect symmetry of God. If indeed Jesus died on top of the grave of the first man, how perfectly symmetrical the entire events of Jesus' death become in comparison to the death that Satan wanted to work on humanity, and indeed, did work against us through Adam and Eve. It seems to me that the death of the sinless one, Jesus, above the grave of the first man to sin, Adam, points to the absolute victory of Christ on the cross and the symmetry of God. I can well imagine Satan, who does not know the mind of God, thought he was beating God at his own game. I imagine he thought it was a great joke to have Jesus die above the burial of Adam. Make no mistake, Satan believed it is a game that he could win. But the power of God and the power of the sinless life offered for the forgiveness of all our sins, including the sins of Adam and Eve, overthrows the powers of darkness. 
Calvary stops the victory of Satan. The empty tomb and the open grave is a shouting laugh at the utter failure of Satan's tricks. He's been defeated. But he has not given up his fight as he fights to destroy everyone who follows Jesus. He does have vicious attacks, but the victory is ours in Christ. The cross and the empty tomb are the victory over sin and death, of slavery and grave. The blood of Christ dripping from the cross sets us free. It was not the weakness of God, but the power and majesty, wisdom and grace and mercy of an all-holy God who felt the tragedy of the death of his son, but knew the victory that it would bring. Whether the legend of the burial place of Adam is true or not, the fact of the power of the blood of Christ is true and cannot be denied. Satan does not like the power of the blood of Christ. He has poisoned enough of the world around us against the blood of Christ by belittling it and calling it nothing. But if the blood of Christ can reach back through history to touch the skull of Adam, it certainly reaches forward to our day to set us free. We are no longer victims of sin and the grave. Though we face death, it is not a death that is untouched by the blood of Jesus, and the promise of resurrection is yet to come, not just as we celebrate it on Easter, but as it will be for all of time in the victory of heaven, where we will rejoice at the wedding feast of the Lamb. It was on Friday that Jesus accomplished our salvation. It was his resurrection that accomplished our justification. It is the mystery of this entire weekend that names us as adopted children of God, princes and princesses in the eternal kingdom of our God. So, proclaim the glorious works of our God. Prepare and celebrate the feast, for the victory is Christ's, and we are his. Amen.